Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. Good morning, Eastern North Carolina. Welcome back to another episode of the Not On Your Side Morning Brew. I'm Kelly, the morning news editor. And I'm Ford Sanders, the morning edition news reporter. I am Jennifer Blake, the morning edition news producer. And I'm Alex Wasilenko, the morning edition meteorologist. And I'm Julianne Dell, the morning edition news anchor. What a happy Friday it is. We want to wish y'all a great day. And maybe you are one of the lucky people that were drawn to win the North Carolina vaccine lottery. So for those of you who don't know about this, anybody who has been entered into the lottery is an eligible person who has been vaccinated and has a number associated with their name and a secure file in the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services database. All the numbers associated with those names were fed into a lottery's random number generator, which a laptop with a program then was used to pick numbers at random to determine who would win the million dollar prize. The North Carolina Department of uh, Health and Human Services said that it'll take about several days to contact and verify the actual adult and scholarship winners. Oh, that's why I'm waiting on my call. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. That's what it is, okay. And as a, if you receive this call, you have 48 hours to call them back and to confirm that you are who you say you are and to get receive your money. But so here's where they get you because they're when they talk about it, they're like oh, million dollars. That's what you're going to win. And you're like, yes, that's life changing, which the amount of money you can win still very life changing. However, the winners are going to have to accept a lump sum and pay taxes on said sum. So out of the million dollars, they're going to take about a quarter of your winnings for taxes. So the federal government will take two hundred and forty thousand dollars in taxes, while the state of North Carolina takes another fifty two thousand five hundred. And then your cut after this is all said and done is going to be $707,000. I'm here for it. Still a lot of I'll money. I'll take yeah. the 700 grand, honestly. No, still a lot Do of money. you have to be a North Carolina resident? Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Well, you technically <laughs> are. You're a resident. Your ID may not be here, but you've... I know, but I think you actually have to be registered in North Carolina. And so even though I got my vaccine here, I am a Tennessean. I think it counts though because you have an apartment in your name, right? Yeah. So then it should count because you're me, living me here. Me acting like I'm going to win. Right. <laughs> <laughs> me acting like this is like the biggest deal. Oh my like, guys, we need to make sure about this. Speaking of that, Ford, what would you do if you won that? <gasps> Charity always. And I know that's like a basic answer, but it's serious. Like we, you know, actually one of my stories today we were talking about, which we might talk about later in the podcast, um, foster parenting and things like that. Nonprofits need a lot of money. Um, and so definitely giving back to nonprofits, but obviously we like things for ourselves too. And my dream car is a G wagon. So <laughs> I would also get myself a Mercedes G class. What and, about your Tesla? Well, that one too. And Why not? You have enough yeah, for both. You have enough ball. for the charities, for your splurge, and then um, always invest, too. Yeah. Sorry, I have no voice, by the way, everybody. Um, it's coming back, though. <laughs> I'm with you. I would want to give it away, and that I would want to retire my parents. Oh, smart. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, Mom and Dad. Julian had a better <laughs> <laughs> G-Wagon, Tesla. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely pay off all my debt, my family debt, probably start a trust fund for my niece and nephew, smart. and then... Kind of just like everybody else said, charities. I'm not just hopping on the bandwagon. Yeah. I'd hop on a G-Wagon, though. Uh-huh. But I would do charities, for sure. That was smooth, Chad. That was really yeah. smooth. Yeah. And I, I think, too, I would pay off debt as well. But in terms of the the the, the lottery and the giveaway, it's not only just a million dollars for folks that are vaccinated, but also oh, students yeah. get that scholarship money. 250000 yes. mm-hmm. oh, yeah. or Around that. 100000 Yeah. So, I mean, regardless, a big lump sum that'll help and go a long way with 
with student debt in the future for those students uh, that are vaccinated as well. So it's an all-inclusive kind of lottery here in the Tar Heel State. It's very interesting to see play out, but cool nevertheless. Yeah. Yes, very that's cool. very true, especially because North Carolina does have a good amount of colleges and universities mm. and a good amount of students. So if it's just another incentive to get vaccinated if you're young. What are you going to get? Listen, all I want to take care of is my debt, and then I'll figure the rest out later. I just want to liquidate all my debt. Just get rid of it. That was so smart. But um, earlier this week, we had the tropical storm Claudette moving through the Atlantic waters. Is there anything that our viewers or listeners should be aware of Mm. for this weekend, Alex? Yeah, tropical storm Claudette was really interesting because it was tropical depression as it approached eastern North Carolina and then kind of gained strength once it hit the warm waters of the Gulf Stream along our coast. And that resulted in a lot of heavy rainfall, some peak wind gusts approaching 50 miles per hour. But that is now history. Claudette has dissipated across the northern Atlantic. And it doesn't look like there are any short-term threats here in eastern North Carolina. We are monitoring a few disturbances out in the Atlantic right now that remain weeks away. So we'll keep a close eye on things. But right now, the Atlantic looking a bit more active than it should this time of year, which of course, has all of our hairs raised a little bit, and it's going to continue to be that way. Probably pretty busy in the Atlantic straight through the end of hurricane season, which is months away in November. So, yeah, lots to keep an eye on for sure. So you're saying enjoy the warm, sunny days while we have them? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Get down to the coast when you can, too. Water temperature at last check along the coast at 80 degrees. Oh, yes. Let's take a beach trip. Yeah, it sounds Always nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely for vacation plans. But, boy, once a tropical storm takes a vacation here in the East, it might have some issues with that warm waters that just helps to fuel those showers, storms and the tropical activity. So we'll keep a close eye on it in the Storm Team 9 Weather Center. And if you are going to a beach to enjoy the weather, make sure you are aware of the flags posted for the current because as of earlier, it was still a red flag. So even though the water might be warm and the weather might feel nice, you do want to be safe when going out into the water. Yeah, rip currents are no joke. They can take out even your most advanced swimmer. So Mm -hmm. always be aware of that. But while we are in hurricane season, Alex, I have talked to you a little bit about this. You know, a story I did earlier with rain coming in, standing water. We wouldn't even think about it really. Like if you have a tarp in your backyard or like a bird feeder, mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. it is not basically factually, it is mosquito <laughs> season yeah. and mosquitoes yeah. only need about a tablespoon. I read to really lay their eggs. So with that rain coming in, there is a lot more opportunity for breeding ground for mosquitoes. And I actually did a story on this with a researcher from ECU, Dr. Stephanie Richards. We talked about mosquitoes carry viruses. We have viruses like the Zika that we always hear about, things like that. But those are actually not local to North Carolina. The one that is, though, is the West Nile virus, which is what we have to look out for for our pets. Uh, we got to keep Bella safe. We got to. Yeah. What's your cat again, Alex? Donna. Donna, we got to keep her in. Like, we have to keep our pets safe because this actually comes from infected bird populations. So it infects both humans, animals, all of it. So when these mosquitoes latch onto these birds, they actually locally bring that West Nile virus here. So that's something to definitely look out for. You know, these viruses are no joke. They can really, really attack your system. But yeah, flu-like symptoms, things like that. Have you guys been bitten up yet this summer? Uh, They've been bad already. I will say that. Um, The kids I like to nanny for, they get, all their bug bites always get infected and they are Mm. everywhere Uh out there. Granted, they also live on like a lot of land and it's been raining a lot. So the water just kind of like sits there, Mm -hmm. but yeah, they've been, they're out. And I I was at the beach um, last weekend and I got eaten alive at night Mm. when I tried to go outside. So our reporter, Kayla Schmidt. 
got literally eaten alive when we were at Kelly's Beach House for a story the next day, and Kayla was covered in welts. And I was just like, wow. Julian, have you noticed much? Because I know you're out, you know, walking bell and stuff. Have you noticed by our apartment, like, a lot of bugs or anything? I feel like it has kind of leveled off, but now right. that we've gotten so much more rain, um, she just got spayed, so she hasn't oh, been yeah. Yeah, out and about as yeah. much. But now that we're getting back out, I probably will need to carry some bug spray. <laughs> that bug spray, that's important. Yes. That's what we were talking about. The research was wear repellent. You know, repellent really can't help. It's interesting, though. They're doing a study on uh, major corporations and the repellents that they use, and some of these mosquitoes are very resistant to it. So mm. I think um, we mentioned, you know, over-the-store repellents are pretty good. Um, and just eliminating any standing water is always helpful. So, And for those of you who are really itchy or you just bug bites get infected, calamine lotion is your friend. Let me tell you what, life changer. And speaking of mosquitoes, they come around more when there are thunderstorms and rain and it is hurricane season. So we are getting a lot of that, like Alex said earlier, mm-hmm. but this week has been national lightning safety week. So mm-hmm. what this means is North Carolina is trying to reduce the number of lightning related deaths. That which is about 55 per year. Now they're trying to push that to under 30. So the thing with lightning is it's unpredictable. It's crazy. <coughs> it can occur at any time and strike anywhere from 10 to 15 miles away from the storm. Mm-hmm. Um, lightning strikes the ground about 25 million times per year, and it actually kills roughly 25 people on average per year as well. Lightning deaths uh, occur most frequently during the summer months just because you have more people out and about. And because of the warmer weather, you have a lot more storms and stuff moving through the systems. Mm -hmm. But did y'all know that the largest age group to be struck by lightning isn't your young ones, but it's actually... Uh, young adults between the ages of 20 to 29. Oh, good. Love my life. I kind of feel like that makes sense because, honestly, some of us young adults are kind of stubborn, so we like to do what we want, you know? Like, I'm going to go outside. Well, I think I'm fine. Alex, yeah. what are some Start. ways that, like, Grr. we could... Well, I'm thinking about, you know, it's yeah. National Safety Awareness yes. Week. You know, what are some ways that we could actually stay safe? I always hear yeah. the one about, like... This is going to sound stupid, but like if you're around rubber, does that help? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, that? yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, being in a car <laughs> with the grounded rubber wheels and allowing that electricity to take that route out instead of heading straight into your car, it goes around the car and down to the tires and then into the ground. So that's always good. Trying to get that electricity back into the ground once it strikes from the skies is always a little bit difficult, especially if there are trees in the way, of course, or even... Uh, just uh, structures in general can act as lightning rods when the lightning strikes. So just being in your home uh, during a severe thunderstorm, a thunderstorm in general doesn't even need to be severe to produce lightning strikes. And so it's always important to keep in mind when thunder roars, go indoors, because when thunder arrives, so too does the lightning. Also, another interesting topic with Lightning Safety Awareness Week, heat lightning. That's always a hot topic of discussion. No pun intended. I didn't think about that one, but it really is because heat lightning isn't just some kind of folklore weather story. It is literally lightning extending out from a storm that's miles away, but you can see it off in the distance. So it may be warm and humid in the wake of a storm and at any given point in time, particularly in the overnight. That's when I relate kind of heat lightning to during the summer months and late at night, you can see those leftover remnant lightning strikes usually stemming from an outside storm. So a lot of things to keep in mind with the Lightning Safety Awareness Week as severe weather season 
not only springtime here in eastern North Carolina, severe weather strikes, but also straight through hurricane season and, and right to the end of it in November. So question, you brought up heat lightning. Yes. I was told as a kid, who knows if this was true, that you mm-hmm. cannot get struck by heat lightning because it's, it's like only goes across the sky and That's doesn't come vertically, right. ver- vertically down. Mm-hmm. But is that true? It, it Well, so heat lightning is something that you usually see from a distance. It, it's lightning nevertheless. And that lightning is usually centered around the storm that's well off into the distance. So the remnant lightning that you see is referred to as heat lightning. So can it strike you? Probably not. I haven't heard of any instances of that. But it is a sign still that it could be stormy in your neck of the woods or a storm is approaching or is still lingering nearby, which does provide that threat for getting struck by lightning. So better to play it safe rather than sorry. Interesting. Yes, very good. I love that. So in case anybody missed it earlier this week was Amazon Prime Day. It was on June 21st and 22nd. So the craziest part, actually, I was looking into this. Y'all, the three best-selling items on Amazon Prime Day, get this. It was a genetic DNA test. Oh, my gosh. For dogs? Yes. No, for humans. (laughs) No, but that's that's, a lot of people do buy that. So that's not like a DNA. So, yeah, for humans. Then it was an Instapot, the 9-in-1 electric pressure cooker. Those things are awesome. Bought one for my brother for Christmas, and he loves it. You're a good gift giver. I will say that. Because I was with you when you were buying gifts recently for your family. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And then also an organic plant-based protein powder. I only ordered one thing. Uh, which was really bad. I what know I should have taken advantage, but you know, you girls trying to save. Yeah. And I just ordered a book. Oh my god! As which you I felt like you. an old lady, but I was very happy about That's it. I was like, best. you know what? I, and it's a it's a journalism book, so it's a learning book as well, improving myself. Super excited! I'm supposed to get it Monday, so maybe next week or next podcast, I'll share about it with y'all. Oh, that sounds good. I didn't good. order anything for Prime Day. Really? I didn't either. I stayed. Girl, I, that bank account was looking. <laughs> yeah, my bank account was like, can you stop spending yeah, money? Yeah, it was like, no, you. And I'm going to Atlanta this weekend, so it was like, you don't have any money to be spending on Prime Day. Yeah, yeah mine was just kind of like you try to live outside your means, and we're just not going to do that <laughs> I today. <laughs> I think Prime Day should be if it's only. Once a year, it should be a little bit closer to maybe Christmas. Agreed. I agree. With just that. because of the savings, but, but if not, we should. They should definitely do like a summertime one, like mm-hmm. they did this time, and then a fall winter one for the holidays because everybody cool. needs deals. I like Amazon. Honestly, it's just the convenience. Oh, it's so convenient. And for anybody who's looking for a fun summertime job or just needs a little bit of extra cash, Ben & Jerry's has you covered. So Ben & Jerry's is opening a new position for an ice cream flavor evaluation specialist. This person is going to get paid to eat ice cream for an entire year, eating and tasting over a variety of different flavors. And you're going to get paid $1,000 and you're going to receive a $500 gift card to stock up on inventory. All applications for this position are due by July 31st, and it is open to anyone who is currently living in the United States and is 18 years or older. Mm. Sounds like that for Alex. Yeah, (laughs) this is a Vermont story, to say the least. Gosh, I am such a big fan of Ben and Jerry's to have grown up on it, (laughs) quite literally, and have tasted so many different flavors of it, and they keep coming out with new innovative flavors, and just yesterday, I was at Publix staring at the freezer section, looking at all the ice creams, and like... Oh, Ben and Jerry's looks so darn good, but I'm trying to branch out and try it like Simply Natural Creamery and other uh, different brands of ice cream, but it's so difficult. I always go back to Ben and Jerry's, so 
this is right up my alley if uh, I'm looking for a sidekick this summer and money is in short supply. What's your favorite Ben and Jerry's? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I really don't know. I, my whole body, my whole body just cringed because a question like that makes me anxious. <laughs> it really did, y'all. I know yeah. you can't see, but it did. Oh, I just love so many different flavors. I can't choose just one. However, I would say the cannoli flavor. What would you want to try from Ben and Jerry's? <gasps> ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, like like us come up with a flavor, Julian. Yeah. Oh ooh, my god, that's a good question. <gasps> my thought was anything chocolate. So yeah, ooh, a Kit Kat. Ben and Jerry's mashup. Don't they already have one of those? Not Kit Kat, though. Oh, oh. wafers, but not Kit Kat wafers. <laughs> gotta be Kit Kat. <laughs> okay. Well, that is actually all the time we have for today, but we really thank y'all for joining us. We've loved doing this podcast so far, and you know, these episodes are really fun, and if you guys ever have anything that you want to let us talk about or that you may think is interesting, go ahead and email us at newsdesk at wnct.com. Make the subject line Morning Brew. And don't forget to tune in every Monday through Friday from 4.30 to 7 as we bring you the latest and greatest of what's going on locally and nationally. And just so everybody is aware, we will not have an episode next week, but we will be back the week after that so we hope you all have a wonderful safe fourth of july and we'll see you soon